0: you're listening to the one podcast what's up lions fans hello and welcome to the one Podcast. i'm tori Petrie from DetroitLions.com. your host for this official lions podcast we've brought you a couple of off-season versions of the podcast so far we've talked with Tim and Mike from DetroitLions.com. We took a little bit of an off week last week, but we are back with the podcast this week because it is Senior Bowl week. I am down here in Mobile, Alabama. We've been at practice this week, uh, kind of observing some of these college seniors who are going into the draft. It's such a cool event where there are so many important people from around the league GMs, coaches, uh, scouting staffs out here watching practices and observing these guys and seeing uh, who they might like to draft and how these guys stack up against top competition from around college football. That's the benefit of uh, these showcase bowls is that you get to play against guys that weren't in your conference. Maybe you come from a small school. You don't have the best of competition in your conference, but now you're facing off against guys who played in bigger conferences and you're showing your stuff up against those guys and showing what you can do uh, in practice. Now, the Senior Bowl week is interesting because a lot of people think that it is about the game that happens on Saturday here at Lad People Stadium in Mobile. While the game is definitely something that uh, guys will pay attention to, they will watch film from, and they'll see how players perform in the games, the real busy part of the week here in Mobile is the practice week. So there are practices out at Lad People Stadium. The teams are split up into south and north, and the coaches and GMs will come out and watch those practices and really take a lot from watching the week of practice more so than the game. So it's really interesting to be out here for the week of practice and be able to see uh, what's going on and, and what's happening out at these practices. We've got tons of coverage for you on DetroitLions.com from the practices. I talked to lots of analysts out there. We talked to Albert Breer. We talked to Ian Rappaport. We talked to Bucky Brooks from NFL Network. All of those guys will uh, have some insight on the Lions and on the draft on DetroitLions.com in the coming days. And you'll also hear from some of the players. We talked to guys from the edge rusher group. We talked to wide receivers. We talked to defensive backs. These are all potential positions of need for the Lions as they head into the draft. And you'll be able to see more of those videos and that coverage on DetroitLions.com. I was also able to do an Instagram takeover from Mobile, which was really fun. We posted a couple times on the Lions' Instagram story and provided one of those little question boxes. If you're familiar with Instagram stories, you've seen them before. You guys were able to submit your questions, and then I tried to answer a bunch of them on the Lions' Instagram story. Now, a lot of you had questions about specific players, and I think this upcoming interview on the podcast today is really going to answer a lot of those. We got to sit down with Matt Miller from Bleacher Report. He covers the NFL draft for Bleacher Report. He's also the host of the Stick to Football podcast, and he had so much good insight on guys at the Senior Bowl and guys who are underclassmen who aren't playing at the Senior Bowl this week. I think you guys will really enjoy this podcast. It gives you so many names to look forward to, some position groups of interest, and Matt and the Bleacher Report guys were so great in having us up to their suite, as you'll hear in the podcast. So I encourage encourage you guys to sit back and listen to this one you might want to listen to it twice actually because there's just so much information packed into a short amount of time so without further ado here is my interview with matt miller from bleacher report or better known as nfl draft scout on twitter here it is
1: from the Senior Bowl to the Scouting Combine all the way to the NFL Draft in Nashville, Tennessee, Tim Twentyman, Mike O'Hara, and Tori Petry will provide insight and analysis on how the team's offseason moves and preparation will culminate for the 2019 Detroit Lions Draft Class.
0: Hanging out here at the Reese Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama. I'm up here in the Bleacher Report suite in the press box where it is warm, and I'm joined by Matt Miller from Bleacher Report and the Stick to Football podcast. Matt, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks
1: for coming up to our suite where it is nice and warm. (laughs) It's like... I haven't been outside in a couple of hours. It looks horrible out there. So yeah, we're, I can we're glad you. you could come up.
0: I brought my heavy winter coat here from Detroit. Obviously, we came from the very cold uh, winter in Michigan, and I've needed the coat here in Mobile. You would think you're coming down south; it's no. going to be nice and sunny. Not this year. We got yeah. rain. We got cold.
1: Yeah, but, but it makes it fun. Like you get to. Uh, I'm sure the players aren't having that much fun, but you get to evaluate them like in some that's not true. great conditions. Especially like uh, for a lot of us to focus on quarterbacks. Like I want to see these guys. You know, handle a little bit of rain, a little bit of wind, and you kind of find out, like, who's tough and who's not because it's not fun to get hit when it's this cold out.
0: Well, you guys got the right idea up here. With you got Chick Fil A up here in your setup, exactly. Yeah, it's warm. I like it. So thanks for inviting us up here to chat with you a little bit about the draft and about the prospects uh, that are here. Just first of all, introduce us to you and to uh, Bleacher Report and and their NFL draft coverage and what you're doing with Stick to Football this year. Yeah,
1: my gosh. I guess I've been at Bleacher Report for eight years now. So I've been there from you know when there was like 30 of us in a closet in San Francisco, (laughs) and uh, you know from day one I've been the lead NFL draft writer there, and you know a big part of my job is player evaluation mock drafts positional rankings you no know, news and rumors as it relates to the draft and and like the draft is is year-round now and touches everything so that really becomes like free agency and coaching changes and team needs and the salary cap so um like it's a it's a cool job I'm, I'm super lucky this was you know the job i wanted growing up i wanted to be mel kuiper and uh you know I, I don't have that much hair so i didn't get that <laughs> job but like it's it's nice to you know be able to talk football to meet a lot of different fans and you mentioned we have a stick to football podcast uh, we're about to hit our second year college football and nfl draft it's like you know also we think at least in a way it's like kind of funny and it's very laid back and loose so like if you want something where you might laugh a couple times you might learn a little bit as well but we want it to be like if we were all just hanging out up here doing what we're doing today like watching practice like that's what our podcast sounds like
0: I love it well we are up here watching senior bowl practice a little bit we've seen the south team now the north team is out there practicing as we speak right this moment so who stood out to you so far in watching practices yeah
1: i mean i think the first go around the south practice was a little bit slower today like there wasn't as much intensity but montez sweat uh definitely stood out yeah. for mississippi state and you guys need a defensive end so you should <laughs> probably be watching we him will a get into bit, that right? uh so I, I thought he had a good practice um, you know, just watching today, like uh, I think Chris Boyd from Texas, who's very physical corner. He's had a good practice as well. Um, my guy, Daniel Jones, is struggling a little bit. So I've been taking some heat up here uh, in the suite. But, <laughs> you know, it's like day one, too, is, is sometimes guys can just be like off balance, off rhythm. you got to figure out your timing uh, and, and try to get in rhythm a little bit. So um, it, it's more, I think, about the process. Like today's a, a good foundation and we want to see tomorrow. Like where are you at? tomorrow where are you at Thursday where are you at during the actual game so it is like uh, we all want to overreact to like day one and like oh my god this player's not any good or this guy's you know so fantastic but it's more like just getting familiar with seeing them in person today
0: well, you mentioned it. The Lions yeah. might be on the market for an edge rusher. What are some position groups that you think might be important to Detroit as the draft appro- approaches? Yeah,
1: I, I think the edge rusher group is, is very, very important. And, and you can go back to Matt Patricia, you know, when he was with the Patriots, even some of the players he developed, there, like Trey Flowers, who had such a huge role in the, the playoff push for the Patriots. I, I think that's what's next for you guys, hopefully. Uh, with where you're drafting, hopefully one could be there. So Montez Sweat here has had a very uh, good day so far. Uh, I think we'll see Jalen Ferguson from Louisiana Tech maybe rise into that position of being a top 15 pick. O'Shane Zimenez from Old Dominion is like a smaller school guy that maybe would be an early round two pick. And I I always think speed at linebacker is a a good problem to have, right? And you guys obviously have – uh, draw Davis who's very athletic but you know pairing him up with a, another athletic linebacker could only help and and there are several here Jermaine Pratt from NC State is a, a really good prospect very fluid player so it, it's a, a good place for the Lions to be evaluating. I think a lot of the strengths of the senior bowl roster like match up with where you guys need to be or in my opinion need to be going in the draft
0: sure well the Lions are picking at number eight in the first round but in the past a lot of these senior bowl guys are guys the Lions have drafted in the fourth fifth sixth later rounds uh Probably not a lot of guys who are options at pick number eight if the Lions choose to, to stay there that we're watching at the Senior Bowl this week. No,
1: and this is honestly, like, I do think this is one of the better Senior Bowl rosters that I've seen in, in my eight or nine years down here. But, yeah, the, the top-end talent now is all juniors. You know, right. we saw 135 juniors declare this year. It's another record. But, yeah, you're, you're going to be looking more to the top-end juniors or – even if there is a senior generally like josh allen from kentucky who was senior bowl eligible opted not to come play because he doesn't want to risk an injury to hurt his draft stock where most people believe he's a top five or six pick so that's another name to maybe watch if, sure. if there's a trade-up or if he somehow sneaks down the board but no this is more i think about depth and because of the the saturation by underclassmen declaring that's the senior bowl becomes that there might be six or seven round one players on the roster in total here, but it really does make up the second, third round. And then, you know, you're even getting looks at at guys like Bruce Anderson from North Dakota State at running back that, you know, might be a, a day three type pick that could have a big impact.
0: Sure. Well, you talked about edge rusher already. I think cornerback is a position that Lions fans are, are very interested in, maybe finding a guy to play opposite of Darius Slay, who we're covering at the Pro Bowl this week, simultaneous uh, to the Senior Bowl. What do you think about the cornerbacks in this year's draft?
1: No, this year's draft is very good at corner, and I, I think we're all still trying to figure out who the top guy is. Like, Is it Greedy Williams from LSU, who's 6'3", 190 and like I mean he, he just looks perfect. Like that's what a corner is supposed to look like. But someone like Byron Murphy from Washington, who's not the biggest guy, but he's so feisty and instinctive and he, he just played great ball skills. Traven Mullen from Clemson, who was so huge for them in the win over Alabama with the pick and a big sack on Tua. Like it's such a good corner class. DeAndre Baker from Georgia, uh, another underclassman that we'll be checking out. But I mean, there are depth players here. And, like, you know, Darius Slay wasn't a first-round pick. Quandre Diggs wasn't a first-round right. pick.
0: Quandre Diggs was yeah. a senior bowler. Yeah,
1: exactly. And so you got to, like, come down here and find guys. Like, I love this corner from Temple, Rocky Sin. Like, he has a great name uh, as well. But yes. just super, super <laughs> physical corner who I think fits exactly what Patricia wants to do with – Guys who can be physical and jam at the line of scrimmage.
0: And we're talking about guys like that. What range of rounds are we talking about in the draft? Yeah,
1: I mean, I think with, like, Rocky Sin, he could go second round. It wouldn't be a surprise. I think my buddy Daniel Jeremiah put him in his top 50, and so people were like, oh, man, we got to take notice of this now. All because right. he is, like, it, throughout the year, it was, oh, this is a nice little sleeper and now I think people are coming around to the fact that he's a super talented player. But, you know, there are other guys like Nasir Adderley from Delaware who could be another, like a round two guy who fits where the NFL is going with being kind of a hybrid safety where you can play some some nickel, you could play over the top, just move around and, and find the best matchup.
0: All right, Bob Quinn said that they're looking for – playmakers, which is a very typical statement for, right. uh, for a GM to say. But when you look at the offense, obviously, you have Kenny Galladay. Uh, he showed a lot of promise this year. They have Marvin Jones Jr. But they traded away Golden Tate. So that leaves them uh, uh, empty in, in terms of a guy who can really get yards after the catch. What do you think there is in, in terms of maybe a, a slot receiver in, in this year's draft?
1: I mean, there's a couple down on the field right now. Uh, Debo Samuel was on, on the South roster this morning. He's incredibly quick after the catch. Andy Isabella from UMass. like. I mean, he's a slot receiver. Like, you look at him, and it's like, yeah, this guy's going to play in the slot. But he <laughs> might be the fastest guy here as well. So there's some talent there. This year's, like, wide receiver class overall is one that, that I don't think there's a true, like, top player that has emerged. But Marquise Brown from Oklahoma, it could be a top 15 pick. I mean, he has incredible speed, great after the catch. So if you're going to try to replace the Golden Tate— I think that's one area you can start. Um, On day three, you could also look at someone like L.J. Humphrey from Texas, who's a big slot. He's 6'4", 220. He's not going to run that well, but when we saw him at Texas, he was a great yards-after-catch player. So I think it'll just be a little bit dependent on what they're looking for. You know, Kenny Galladay is a very physical, thick receiver. If they want to kind of go that route, you could do that with someone like Humphrey.
0: Well, they need somebody at tight end, that's for sure. It was a position group that, that struggled this year after Eric Ebron uh, left and, and had a very successful year at the Colts. But the Lions are probably looking for someone at tight end, whether it's in free agency or the draft. Are there options in the draft this yeah, year? Yeah, this is a
1: great tight end class. It's one to be excited about. I mean, you have Irv Smith from Alabama, whose dad played in the NFL for a long time. You have two guys from Iowa who are going to be first-round picks. It's unheard of. Noah Fant and TJ Hawkinson. Like To go to the same school and both be first-round picks at the same position is pretty right. crazy. So. Uh, probably not options at eight, but you might be able to hope and pray that one slips to the second round. So it's a it's a really good tight end class where there should be depth. You know, there's some, some guys here that you would consider sleeper type players. We saw Trevin Wesco from West Virginia on the south team. He caught the ball very, very well today. Uh, Donald Parham is here today. Another small school guy who's six foot eight, crazy athletic ability. Drew Sample from Washington is a, another player that could be a day three type guy who maybe isn't going to fulfill the you know imagination of Lions fans. If you go day three with tight end, <laughs> but, you know, sometimes those guys can become really good players.
0: All right. The Lions feel like they've got a playmaker and carry on Johnson. Their run game really improved this year with the investments they put in their offensive line and then and then seeing carry on's rookie year. But they might need another running back to fill out their running back room. Who would be somebody that they could look at in later rounds at the running back spot? Yeah,
1: I, I think the running back class this year is interesting because it, it is like that. like there There's better depth on day three than there really are, like round one talent. So sure. I would actually take a flyer on someone like Rodney Anderson from Oklahoma, who catches the ball very well. He's just been hurt a lot. Like if he were healthy, he would be a top 50 or 60 player. But he's had three consecutive injuries in college. I think that's where round six or seven, you can take a chance on a guy who can come in and make some of those plays and, and be a little bit of a difference maker if healthy. There's a guy here, Tony Pollard, from Memphis, who is a perfect scat back that you would match up with what you already have in Carryon Johnson, who's so powerful. So he moved all around in Memphis, played some kick returner, played slot, played in the running back so position. So someone like that who can be maybe an offensive chess piece would be a pretty fun match.
0: I love it. I love getting all these names. Lions yeah. fans <laughs> are just going to be loving keeping track of these guys uh, heading into the draft. It's, it's an exciting time of year uh, for them looking forward to seeing what Matt Patricia's second year could look like as they kind of build this roster out with guys that that he really wants to to play and feel like could fit in his and uh, Daryl Bevel's uh, system as they install a new offense.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be fun. And this, like I said, this draft uh, kind of got panned. It's like, oh, this isn't a very good year. But now that we're getting closer to the process being over, like, this is a very good draft. And where you guys are sitting at eight, like you can walk away with a blue chip player and then get another starter in the second round that can be a big help and, and hopefully. Bob Quinn and his scouting staff can get into the third and fourth round and find some starters, too.
0: All right. As Senior Bowl week continues, who should we be keeping an eye on, whether for the Lions or just for a fun guy to watch out on the field this week? Oh,
1: my gosh. Like, I already said Nasir Adderley, I, I love this kid. He's kind of undersized, but he is a fantastic safety and, you know, uh Quandre and Darius I think would agree like he knows how to like play the position his instincts are great his techniques great and like, I love the small school story like when you come from Delaware not only do they have cool helmets but when you come from Delaware <laughs> cool like, helmets matter. that matters a lot yeah Michigan fans will, will love the helmet right. so I, I think that makes it the senior bowl one of the fun things it's not always about you know the Alabamas and Clemsons and LSU like, you can come from a small school and still have a lot of success
0: well that's part of the perk of the senior bowl is that it, you get these small school guys out here who haven't gone up against really great talent right. and they're going up against the Alabamas and the LSUs here which there's obviously a, a following for that here we are in Mobile Alabama yeah. so those those guys are real popular down here but you do get to see them up against better competition than they might have faced yeah, it's in a great
1: opportunity to make money Marcus Davenport came down here last year from sure. UT San Antonio and ended up the number 14 pick in the draft so you can definitely do it um, I mean that's why there's you know, Kalen Saunders is down there while his wife's in labor trying to, oh to gosh, make himself crazy. money which is <laughs> the craziest story I maybe have ever heard here and I've definitely and on top stars. of the
0: backflip video.
1: Right, yeah. I mean, he's just going <laughs> viral right now. We're trying to book him for the podcast, and he's I love he's it. the hottest thing in, in college football right now.
0: Well, thank you so much, Matt, for spending you some bet. time on the podcast with us, and we'll be keeping track of Stick to Football this week as well. Yeah,
1: we appreciate you guys. Thank you. Show your Lions pride by going authentic with gear from shop.detroitlions.com. For a vast selection of T-shirts, hats, jerseys, and novelties with convenient flat-rate shipping right to your doorstep, visit shop.detroitlions.com. Your 24-7 home for Lions gear.
0: Well, guys, I really think that interview helps us turn our minds into NFL draft mode. We kind of just wrapped up regular season recap, and now with the senior bowl, we kind of turn the page to looking at NFL draft coverage, and I think that that interview really sets it up well. We have so many names to look out for, so many position groups to look out for, and I love everything that Matt Miller is doing over at Bleacher Report and with the Stick to Football podcast. Like we said, we appreciate them having us up there in their suite. It was nice and warm on a chilly Senior Bowl week. So thanks, guys, so much for joining us. Thank you guys for tuning in to the One Pridecast this week. Like we said before on the podcast, the offseason will be a little bit off and on with the podcast. There will be some weeks where we have it because there's plenty of news to talk about, and there will be some weeks where you don't hear from us as much. You should hear from us next week. We've got some coverage of looking back at the Senior Bowl week and also looking back at the Pro Bowl week. Darius Slay and Don Muehlbach are down there right now, so there should be plenty of things to talk about next week, so hopefully we will talk to you then. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another week of the One Pridecast.